Hello, and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. My guest today is Julie Fouch. She is the founder of the Art of Feminine Marketing. And I'm so excited to talk with Julie for a number of reasons. And I can't wait to dig in. So without further ado, welcome, Julie. It's so awesome to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm really honored to be here. And I'm excited to talk to you because I was listening to your show last night. And I thought, oh my gosh, she's so good. This is going to be so much fun. We are going to have so much fun. Absolutely. And for our listeners, anyone that has purple hair, I know is going to be so much fun. So Julie <laughs> has some, some beautiful purple streaks in her hair, and it also dovetails awesomely into her brand. So talk to me a little bit about the color purple, which you seem to gravitate to. I do gravitate to it. Well, first of all, purple is one of my signature colors. So when I had, you know, my stylist came in, purple was one of my signature colors. And I kind of forced that on her. <laughs> I said, you need to give me purples. But purple is really a color of connection to source, right? It's a royal color. It's connection to source. My work is really based on that connection to source the universe, God, to that, that thing that's greater that connects us all. So for me, it feels really good to carry that signature. And then I, I get approval from my eight-year-old granddaughter for it too. So That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I have a 10-year-old niece and she wanted to like have blue streaks in her hair. And I was like, well, let's just chat with mommy. Like, let's just double check <laughs> as much as I want to be the cool auntie. Right. But yeah, it's fun. It's like, I love that we're in a space now that we can truly let down the mask, not be guarded and allow some of that authenticity to shine through. So talk to me a little bit about how you help female entrepreneurs do just that. Because as much as we want to step into our power, there's also a lot of fear and anxiety about being accepted if we truly show who we are. That's a great question that you just asked. And one of the things that really happens is we get into business as women and the role models that we've had have all been men. When women entered the workplace, we didn't have women that we could follow, right? And that's, you know, in the 80s when the big shouldered, narrow skirts, big shoulders, right? We were emulating men. And we really haven't had that experience of coming in with our full feminine. And so we get into business, we look at the rules of business, and we're still following that masculine energy and our creativity starts to get squashed down. And so we need to, let me take a breath around that question because it's so big. So what happens as women is we start to squash our creativity. We try and fit in a box. We try and follow the formulas that the gurus put out for us. Now, I am not for throwing the formulas out the window. We don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. But what we need to do is we need to tap back into our divine creative feminine. That's our birthright and that's our superpower. 
And when we do that, then we bring our creativity into the marketing. We bring our creativity into our business. And I'll give you an example of that. Right now, I am promoting a live event. So I do a live event every February. I don't know when this is going to air, but I do a live event in February. And one of the things that I've had coaches tell me is you've got to do webinars, right? There's this whole system of you do, you know, three webinars and you do a free gift and then you enroll people into the net, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> it's a great system for some people. And every time I sit down to plan my marketing for this live event, I have a conversation with the energy of my business. And that's the first place I go. And my business says, don't do a webinar. Webinars don't work for you. Don't do a webinar. And every coach I've had has said, well, at least try. And I'm like, my business says no, right? My knowing says don't do a webinar. And so I take that and I say, well, what do I do? And that's how I create my marketing. Yesterday, I was doing my calendar for the year and laying things out. And I was like, I need help with this. And so I sat down and I had a conversation with my business. Actually, first I had a conversation with money because money had things to say to me yesterday. <laughs> and then I had a conversation with the energy of my business. And my business was like, oh, you can do this and you can do this. And I'd really love this to happen. And this is how I want the mission to grow in the coming year and really focus there. Awesome. And it's really exciting to do planning from that place versus, well, you know, this is what Jeff Walker does, or this is what Allie Brown does, or this is, I mean, Allie Brown is a female, but it's like not copying. It's doing your own thing in a way that really serves you and, and suits you and using the formulas. 100%. And there's such a freedom with that. And I think that more seasoned entrepreneurs have a little bit of a leg up by following their own intuition, a little bit more so in general than a startup, because a startup is like a fledgling, right? And they're looking for other experts to follow. They want the, the security and confidence to follow a blueprint and a framework. And so I think that there's place for that for sure, especially in that one to two year startup phase. As you start to progress further, I think you start to being more open to tuning into your gut, allowing your solar plexus to speak to you, right? And if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Like easy, super easy. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. You are the artist of your business, right? So you get to paint that picture however you want it to. I want to back up a minute because I've never heard someone say this and it really piqued my interest. Having a conversation with the energy of my business. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. The first time I heard it, I just, there's chill ran through me. And it was a woman named Corey Michelle. And she said, talk to your business as if you're talking to the divine. And I really, I walked away and I dug in and I realized that your business is an energy body. It is a thing, right? And it needs you in the physical world to bring it out in the physical world, to make it manifest in the physical world. So I do a simple meditation and I will drop into sacred space in my meditation and I'll simply say, may I speak with the energy of my business today? 
Now, my business shows up as kind of this gold sort of wavy energy. And I, I simply will have a conversation with it. Now, I'm seasoned enough doing this that I recognize if it's not my business showing up. You know, sometimes you'll have fear show up or, you know, procrastination or your, you know, some of those saboteurs will show up. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be aware when it's actually your business or when it's the saboteur. And that's just practice, partly. Part of it is, as you said, how does it feel inside? You know, my business always makes me lean forward. It always makes me, like, feel expansive. And it asks a lot of me. And when I started the Art of Feminine Marketing, it wasn't because it came out of my head. It was because the, the business came to me, the idea came to me and said, will you be the one to birth this? Will you be the one to take this particular set of skills and talents and ideas and put it together in a way that really serves women in the world? And I was like, hmm. I don't know about that, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah, very... it's a huge ask, absolutely. And it brings to mind Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic, talking about ideas needing to be manifested, yes. coming and giving you an opportunity to step in and accept. And if you don't, or if you wait too long, right, that said like ideas have a shelf life, that energy needs to be manifested. It will just continue on and find another host to bring it to fruition. So I think that that's a really beautiful thing. And I've been a longtime meditator, so I'm jiving with what you're saying. But I also want to be very aware of a listener that's maybe new to this space that is interested, but is like, how the heck do I quiet my mind enough and trust that that inner voice is going to give me the proper direction? What would you say to that listener? Again, it's practice and patience. So I will sometimes not get an answer. And especially when I first started meditating, oh my gosh, it would drive me crazy because I would say, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? And I would hear, just wait, right? Just wait. We're not telling you yet. And that's okay, right? It's okay to not get an answer. It's okay to simply feel it. It's, this is a relationship that you're building. This is not you in command. It's not an Oprah interview. It's a relationship. And so the same thing with talking with the energy of money. You know, my relationship with money has changed dramatically since I started talking to the energy of money. But it's a relationship that has to build. And so in the beginning, I may get, you know, I, I would get one or two word answers or I would I would just have the feel for it. And I'd be like, okay, we're just going to sit here together and we're going to build this relationship together. The art of feminine marketing did not reveal itself in one whole piece. Mm -hmm. It revealed itself piece by piece by piece. And as the idea got comfortable with me and learned that it could trust me, and as I got comfortable with it and learned that it wasn't going to just torpedo my whole business. Yeah. <laughs> then the conversations got easier and more, more in flow. And there are times now where I don't even have to drop into meditation. I can just shut my eyes and three seconds in, I can be like, I need this little bit of information and it will come. But it's because I've taken the time over the last several years to build that relationship. I love and that. So I love the slow and steady 
I love this patience aspect that you're talking about. I can very much feel it. But the other thing, which I think is pretty innovative, is looking at the relationship of your business being a separate entity. And I think as solopreneurs, we're very aware of the no like, and trust factors as a marketer. However, how many of us truly build no like, and trust factors with our own entity that we have birthed? Yeah. And I think that's so important because if you can see your business is outside of yourself, it completely changes the relationship. You know, as I... And, and I'm just going to go back to the live event, not because I'm advertising, but just because it's on my mind right now. But as I, I build my live event, and we all know, you know, you build a live event, you enroll people into your year-long program or however long it is. Like, it's part of the strategy. But for me, the bigger picture, and I have been reminded of this over and over, is it's not about me. It's not about my income for the year. It's not about me getting to be center stage, all things that I love. It is about me carrying the message into the world in another way. And that becomes the most important piece. And I wouldn't have that if I didn't think of my business as something separate. As my business saying to me, your job is to You've taken this on and your job is to carry my message out there. And for women who don't sign up to be part of your program, who don't hire you, it's still important that they hear the message and they get to take it in and they get to play with it and they get to put their own spin on it because women are getting sick out in the world trying to do it like men. Like literally, I cannot tell you how many six and seven figure earners I've talked to who said, I built a six-figure business and had adrenal fatigue. I built a seven-figure business and got breast cancer. I you know, built a multi-seven-figure business and came home from a speaking gig and couldn't get out of the car because yeah. I was so exhausted and then spent months in bed. Like, oh, my God. Absolutely. I, and, and I can think of two of my current clients right now that are struggling with burnout and really needing that guidance and that permission to change because they are so conditioned to the hustle, the grind, the, you know, if you're working those 14 and 16 hour days, you must be doing it right. That's what you need to do to be successful. There's all these old programs that are still needing to be deconditioned and washed out so it is such a valuable a service for sure. I know for myself, I'm very passionate about business without burnout. I did build a seven-figure business and ended up with adrenal fatigue for years. So I'm intimately aware of that whole hard work is honest work, right? And grind it out and push it a little bit more. And so that's why when I see it, it really hurts my heart in women. And there is mm -hmm. another way. I love that you help people with that. Today's episode is brought to you by Thrive Business Thrive, a step-by-step -step business building online course. Thrive Business Thrive takes you from a concept to paying clients in just 16 weeks. 
If you're tired of doing it alone and trying to piece together your business by watching one YouTube tutorial after another and following multiple experts, it's time to plug into a tried and true plan. Thrive Business Thrive focuses on results, increasing your impact, and moreover, establishing the foundation needed for a thriving business. To learn more about Thrive Business Thrive, your blueprint to create a flourishing business, visit caseyrossi.com slash thrive. That's caseyrossi.com slash thrive. Can you talk to me a little bit about any fears that may be coming up if I go this softer yin route and I allow myself to be patient and to go the slow and steady way and to really tap into following my soul's guidance, will I still have success? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I will tell you that my experience and my client's experience is that we have more success when we go this route. It's a badge of honor in our society to say, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so busy, right? And yet, when we tap in, when we go the softer route, when we follow our body's rhythm, which is not a model that's there, we have to like take our machete out and cut down the brush for ourselves in this new pathway. It's not there and it hasn't been there's no pathway laid out for us there. So it's scary. And I know that fear. I mean, I'm committed to doing things in an easeful way. And I get that fear, like I'm not pushing hard enough, right? But what happens is then our natural creativity comes up. We are able to connect with source. Source is the place that really creation comes from. So we can be out here outside of source and outside of us really pushing, pushing, pushing to make things happen. Or we can simply connect yeah. and allow things to happen for us, not the model that is out there. You know, you become an entrepreneur and man, you got to start it at 8 a.m. and you're not allowed to quit till five. And not only that, you got to put in those three extra, four extra hours a day because now you're an entrepreneur and you did this for freedom right? <laughs> not I know it's freedom. such a joke. It really is. It's like when you really, uh, you know, assess and you take a step back, it's like, wait, I crafted this for freedom and flow. Yet, if you really are honest with yourself, are you feeling that or are you feeling in a vice? And when do you give yourself permission to change those rules? Because when you first started talking and talking about connecting with that divine source and taking a breath, like my body relaxed right? I was like, oh, that sounds so joyful. And the whole word of ease, can we be successful and have ease, you know, is just this like amazing paradigm that I would love to see manifested more and more and more. How do you personally combat burnout being a successful entrepreneur and someone that does speaking gigs and has a client roster and all of those things? What do you personally do to stay balanced? I really safeguard my free time to start with. So I have a couple of afternoons a week that I don't work. And my clients know, don't, don't try and get me on a Friday. My granddaughters are here on Fridays, right? I also pay attention to my body and listen to when I need to quit. So I will quit work in the afternoons between three and four o'clock when my body goes, that's it, you're done, right? And I'll get up and walk away from it. I 
don't start normally until 10 a.m. You know, so I give myself this easy start to the morning. I give myself an opportunity to get up and go for a walk and be in nature and, and, and connect with Mama Earth. And I give myself time to meditate and to do a little bit of dreaming. And all of that really helps me to stay balanced. One of the things I don't do often enough, but it's on my list. So I'm not perfect, but it's to dance and just get up in the middle of the day and take a dance break. That really raises your vibration. It connects you again, those kinds of things. If I do an event or a retreat, we just got back in November, we did a week-long retreat in Maui. And this is so fun because what happens is I end the retreat. My husband comes out, drives me around, and I take a week to recover and to, to refill my own well. So it's one of those things where I build the space in and I build spaciousness in. I build in time to be dreaming. Oh, yeah. And I caught that right away when you said leaving space for dreaming and it's so very important, and I think it's, it's easily overlooked because it doesn't feel, quote-unquote, productive, but it is because so many wonderful things can be brought out and cultivated when you have that dream space and that creativity. That's awesome. I love it. I'll be in Kauai in two and a half weeks. I think Kauai is just a magical, magical place, so I'm not surprised that you mentioned Maui. The other thing I'm so curious about is what kind of music puts you in the state of flow? Oh, I have a couple of really great songs. There's a song called Life by um, Becca. Ooh, I can't remember her last name. I'll get it to you. You can put it in the show notes. Perfect. Um, And that's a really good one. I love that. You know, Katy Perry with her roar. I love that song. And I have a whole, I actually have a whole list that I put together. If you want that, I'm happy to share that. I think our listeners would love that. I think playlists are super fun to just like get inspired and test something out. If, If dance breaks are new to people, it's really cool to be able to plug into that. So yeah, I'll put that in the show notes for sure. I think it's so important to add movement to your day, get the juices flowing, like you said, raise your vibration, um, change your state, right? It, it's yeah. an easy way to change your state and it's free. So it's like no excuses. <laughs> exactly. I even, it, when I go to the gym and I'm doing this really great thing at the gym now that only takes like 12 minutes, people look at me like, she's not doing anything. But <laughs> my, my nutritionist says, this is exactly what you need to be doing. But even that, I'm like, no, I'm working. I'm going to the gym. This is working. This is taking care of the vessel that carries my business. And, you know, all of those things, we're we're not taught that. We're not taught that part of our job is to take care of our body, Mm -hmm. right? You know, we're taught that you are victorious if you are eating your lunch at your desk and working through lunch. Yes, I know. I still think we need to break down the barrier that self-care is selfish, especially for the spiritual female entrepreneur that is so wanting to care give, right? Like that is like one of our innate things that, and we make sure that everyone else's cup is filled before we look to ourselves. And it's unfortunate that in many cases, and I think it's shifting, I do think that the tides are shifting, but in many cases, we don't recognize our own burnout until we cross the line. And then it yeah. takes 
so much more time to spackle in that groove that we've dug for ourselves, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, weekly massage, that is a, a great business practice. Even just going out and walking in the middle of the day. It's huge. It's huge. But again, it comes back to listening. Like my body will say to me, this is what I need. I need to go buy some avocados and eat avocados today. Or I need you to go touch the earth today. I need to go walk on the earth. And I'm really fortunate. I live, I have nature in my backyard, literally in my backyard. <laughs> so I'm really fortunate. But even if you're in the city, you know, you can go walk and just like being where there's a tree. So having big ears, what I hear from you is being very aware and listening like leaving space to hear the messages, messages of your body, messages of the universe. Exactly. And I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can do that if you have, you're just going from task to task to task to task to task. There's no time for listening. There's no time for dropping in. There's no time to really turn on your own power. Yeah. Absolutely. So I have a question for you. I was on your site and one of the things that like really stopped me and I looked and listened and, and I mean read it a couple times and I was like, dang, good for her. Like she is really in her own core and has this confidence. And it was the truth is I am a woman, a witch, and a powerful being. And I want to ask you, how long did it take before you were able to claim that? Oh, that's a great question. A long time, because I'm old. Um, <laughs> I actually, I had a teacher a couple years ago who said to me, we need more grandmothers in the world. And she didn't mean we need more women who have grandchildren. What she meant was we need more women who are willing to step up and claim their power and who are willing to step up and be leaders. Because in the Native American tribes, the grandmothers were leaders. And so I really took that in. And I am of the age of being a grandmother. I have walked this, work, this earth for several decades. And I have a lot of wisdom that I've gained in that time. And, and as I have reclaimed the ancient parts of me, the ancient, you know, the the past lives and the ancient wisdom, I've more and more been able to feel it and step into it. So I think I wrote that line probably four years ago as I was really deciding that I was going to step into the wisdom that I have and that I was going to stop almost, we do this thing where we do, oh, me, not me. And we shrink back, right? And we're taught that as little girls, we're taught that don't brag, you know, don't be full of yourself. We're taught that. And it's so damaging. Really what we should be taught is step up in your brilliance. Yeah. Rise. Claim Absolutely. where you're great. I have the chills. I think you're doing wonderful work in the world. Thank you. Thank you for showing up and being brave and stepping into that courageous space, not only to claim your own right power, but you give us this shining example, right? So we have permission to do it as well. Thank you. That, that's so sweet. That really touches me. It is really what I want 
And my, my deepest desire is that women step into their power because when women step into their power, when they claim who they are and they, they are able to be visible in all of who they are, that is when we save the world. And that's Absolutely. how the world gets saved. Oh, I love it. I could really speak to you all day long. I want to know a couple of things. What do you have exciting on the docket and where can people connect with you? So the exciting thing is, is uh, the third weekend in February in Monterey, California, we are doing a live event. We're going to dig into marketing. We're going to dig into your childhood wounds to find your marketing. Super fun and exciting. We're going to dig into your relationship with money how that works. I have special guests coming in to teach how to do sales from a place that is fearless, soulful, and of service Mm. so that your sales become easy. We're going to talk visibility and how to be more comfortable in being visible and what that looks like. And oh, I could go on and on, but sounds very juicy. Sounds awesome. So juicy. It's so different from other business building events. It's really cool. It's very feminine. We let the feminine guide. So all those things I talked about, yeah, the feminine is going to guide. That's coming up. Um, That's the Art of Feminine Marketing Live. Nice. So you can find it online there. Also, I have a Facebook group where we do lots of free challenges and business building activities, and we're adding more for 2020. So that would be another great place for people to connect. And that's on Facebook at Feminine Marketing Magic. Awesome. I'll make sure to link, um, put those links in the show notes. That sounds fabulous. And you've given us a lot to think about, a lot of food for thought. But if you had some parting bright light words of wisdom, what would you like to share? Mm, Let me see. What would Source want me to say right now? Uh, It's the start of a brand new decade, and we need women. We need you women to step out of the shadows. I know it's scary. And yet we are building a community of all of us doing this together. And so what your truth is, what your wisdom is, it's time to step up. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's been a joy to speak with you, Julie, and to just like continuing to be that torchbearer right? And leading the way. So thank you so, so much. I know that my women developing brilliance are, they're going to absolutely love this episode. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Until next time. Bye. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on women developing brilliance. If so, head on over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.